0: Welcome to Rema for Today Radio.
1: Well, now then, I want you to notice something now. Here's another, another thought that we looked at, but we may look at it just in a different angle, you see. Uh, here's five porches. Now, here's something else about God moving, you know, like the troubling of the angel, trouble of the water, or manifestations of gifts of the Spirit through one that has the Holy Ghost. Did you notice... He didn't say to everybody who's there, rise, take up your bed and walk. And you know, there's a lot of them on bed and couches and so on and so forth. There? Did you notice that he just ministered to the one man. Do you notice that on this occasion that this is the only one of the whole crowd that got healed? Now, must be because you see here what it said. meeting the man was made whole, took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. We've got to tell you, it's great to know you're listening. Thank you. Today we're continuing Kenneth E. Hagen's series, Doing the Works of Jesus. We know you're being inspired by the love and compassion of Jesus. Who wouldn't be? He's our perfect example of being a people person. We'll get right into today's message. And afterward, I'll tell you about one of this month's two offers just for you. Here's Reverend Kenneth E. Hagen.
1: Here's another little, little side thought that we need to that we need to think on for just a moment. Notice, because, remember now, you see, this is all in relation. The works that I do, shall ye do also. He that believeth on me. Well, notice the variety of ways that he ministered. See, you didn't always minister to, the, to everybody the same way. I think sometimes we make a mistake trying to deal with people always on, on, on anything for sir. but particularly healing all the same way. You know, we don't we just sort of roll out the dough and cut everybody out in the same cookie cutter. You know what I mean? You understand what I'm saying? You see, without, Jesus said, I, I can do nothing of myself. We need to realize that the Holy Ghost has got something to do with this. Yes, the word of God, all right, but the Holy Ghost also has got something to do with this. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. So Jesus said to the man, rise, take up thy bed and walk. Now in my mind, we have a manifestation here in the ministry of Jesus of the word of knowledge and gifts of healing. You see, it was, I cannot get this, I can of myself do nothing. Whatsoever I see my father do, that's what I do. You see, because the Holy Ghost told him, because he's seeing into the spirit realm, saw his father say, rise, take up bed. So he said, rise, take up your bed and walk. That's the way a lot of those things are manifested a lot of times. Praise God. Well, now then, I want you to notice something now. Here's another, another thought that we looked at, but we may look at it just in a different angle, you see. Uh, here's five porches. Now, here's something else about God moving you know, like the troubling of the angel, trouble of the water, or manifestations of gifts of the Spirit through one that has the Holy Ghost. Did you notice he didn't say to everybody that there, rise, take up your bed and walk. And you know, there's a lot of them on bed and couches and so on and so forth. It wasn't they? Do you notice that he just ministered to the one man? Do you notice that on this occasion that this is the only one of the whole crowd that got healed? Now, must be because you see here what it said meeting the man was made whole took up his bed and walked and on the same day was the Sabbath the Jews therefore said unto him that was cured it is the Sabbath day it's not lawful to carry thy bed he answered them he that made me whole the same said take up thy bed and walk they asked him what man is that which said to thee take up your bed and walk he said and he that was healed wist not who it was he didn't even know who it was <laughs> amen he didn't even know who it was isn't that right? No, he didn't know who it was. And he that was healed wist not who it was. For Jesus, now why didn't he know? For Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. In other words, there's a crowd there, so he just stepped into the crowd and went on his way. You know what he said? I said, you know what he said? Now you see, that tells us something about uh, gifts of the Spirit in operation. Now, if you want to understand a little bit more about that, turn back then to, uh, to Luke's gospel, the fourth chapter, and see just a little further inside also into the same truth that we bring bringing out here. This again is concerned the ministry of Jesus. Bear in mind the works that I do, shall ye do also. Now then, Jesus, you know, here in hometown of Nazareth, returned into power of the Spirit, and and so on, then he went into Nazareth, his hometown, where he was brought up, and the custom was he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath, stand up to read, and I given unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, and they found a place where it was written, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken heart, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovering sight to the blind, to set it liberty to them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, gave it to the minister, and sat down the eyes. All of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And all bearing witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. They said, Is not this Joseph's son? And he said unto me, You will surely say unto me this proverb, Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. And he said, verily I said, you no know, prophet is accepted in his own country. Notice he gives them two scriptural illustrations because see they knew the prophets. They had the Old Testament. I tell you of a truth many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias or that's Elijah. When the heaven was shut up three years and six months when great famine was throughout the land. But unto none of them was Elijah sent save unto Sarepta city of Sidon to a woman that was a widow. Now, you remember went into this widow's house, and the working of miracles, which is one of the gifts of the Spirit, you see, was manifested through him. And the meal barrel just kept giving meal. See, he asked her to make him the last cake, you know. She had enough meal and oil for one more. And then she and her sons going to starve to death. That's it. Isn't that right? But you see, the working of miracles, working of miracles is one of the gifts of the Spirit, you know. And so that meal barrel just kept giving out meal And that oil crews just kept pouring out oil During that whole three and a half years of famine Well now why didn't he go in Every widow's house and do that He couldn't see if he had Tried to done that in some other widow's house he'd have fell Flat on his face You see Jesus said Plainly that there were many widows in Israel But unto none of them was Elijah Sent Save to this one Now why didn't Jesus then at this setting, you know, by evidently here was the word of knowledge and gifts of healing in operation, or perhaps the gift of faith. I don't know for sure. But I do know it's a matter of state of spirit. Why didn't he work that forever, that whole crowd? Why just that one? Well, it's like Smith Wigglesworth said, talking on about the gift of faith. He said, when the gift of faith is in operation, you know ahead of time what God's going to do. You see, you minister to that one. He said he was, for instance, when he first came here to America in 1923, he was attended a camp meeting just out of San Francisco there and and preached. And one day he's riding a streetcar in San Francisco, and they still got those old cable cars, you know, just as a a demonstration of yesterday. But he's riding along on one of them, and there's a paper boy coming along. He didn't know him, never been to America. He's an Englishman. Never been to San Francisco before in his life. And so this cable car stopped, you see, for some to get on, others to get off, and others to get on, on the corner. And this paper boy had some kind of a fit. He had maybe an epileptic seizure or something like that. Fell down on the sidewalk began to thrice around. And Wigglesworth said, without thinking, because the Spirit of God told him. that said, I jumped off that cable car, run up to that fellow, never seen him before in his life, didn't know who he was anymore, than a man in the moon, and rebuked the devil, commanded to be whole, lifted his feet, and he's just perfectly all right, and run, jumped back on the cable car and went on. <laughs> Praise God. Well, now, why didn't he stop on every street corner and help somebody? The Spirit of God never told him to. He wasn't sent. Why didn't this fellow go to everywhere with his house? He wasn't sent. See? All right, now, then the next fellow here. Here, here. Here's the next illustration that Jesus gives. And so, you see, in your teaching, you're going to have to give some illustrations, too, to explain to people how things work. Amen. All right, now, note it. Many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet. And none of them was cleansed, saving Naaman the Syrian. In other words, but Naaman the Syrian. Now you see, you've got to understand that he's not talking about that Naaman's the only one that got healed of anything. He's just talking about leprosy. You've got to understand that he's talking about the Spirit of God operating through somebody. Remember, he started by reading the Spirit of the Lord's on me because he's anointed me to do these things. Understand that? See, that's what he's talking about. Now you understand this, that Elisha had a healing ministry. And he had a fame and a reputation of getting people healed. How do you know he did? Well, as you go back there to Old Testament, you read where this little maiden that Naaman had captured some of those folks, you know, and taken them captive. And among them was this little maiden that was a slave in his home. Remember that? And so when she found out that her master Naaman had the leprosy, remember what she said to Mrs. Naaman? Said, I would God that my master Naaman were in the the land of Samaria for there's a prophet of God there that could cure him of his leprosy. Well, if nobody had ever been healed under him, you you wouldn't say there's a prophet over there that could cure him, would you? Would you? So people had to have been healed. Or they must have been being healed under his ministry. Are you following me now? But you see, uh, they could get healed. Now, now here's something you need to see. Here's something we, we, we haven't seen. We you know, think we, we wondered about things. Trying to figure them out, you know. You see, Israel had a covenant of healing they could get healed on a different basis than what Naaman could. You see, God made a covenant with Israel, remember that, back there, and said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. You walk in my statutes and keep my commandments, and I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee, and the number of your days you'll fulfill. Naaman didn't know that. He'd never heard that. He didn't know that. God didn't make any covenant with him anyhow. Then, you see, if Israel got sick, if any of them needed healing, all they had to do, and I'm sure that, that Elisha spent his time teaching them, getting them healed more that way. All they had to do was this 103rd Psalm said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all is within me, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thine diseases. All they had to do, you see, because if they were sick, I said them, not you now, it, it was because that they had sinned, because he said, if you'll walk in my statutes and keep my commandments, I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee, and a number of your days you'll fulfill, didn't he? I said, didn't he?
0: You're listening to Rayma for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Doing the Works of Jesus package. This offer is stuffed full of tools that will guide you in ministering to others as Jesus does. You'll receive seven separate mini books: Unforgiveness, Ministering to the Brokenhearted, and Showdown with the Devil, all by Kenneth W. Hagan, and How to Walk in Love, Plead Your Case, God's Medicine and the Bible Way to Receive the Holy Spirit all by Kenneth E. Hagan and you'll receive the four CD series you're listening to now Doing the Works of Jesus Volume 1 in its entirety This is a great offer To order now please call us at 1-888-FAITH-99 or 1-888-324-8499 That's one 1-888- 888 324 to order the Doing the Works of Jesus package right now. You may also visit rama.org to order if that's easier for you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to contact us at Rama for Today Radio, please do so in one of the following ways. Write to us at Rama for Today Radio P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma seven four one five zero or send us an email to partner services at org. that's partner services at r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g. now let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan
1: we are now taking applications for Rhema Bible Training College yes. for the January intake. So if you're interested in learning more about the Word of God or you're interested in finding your place in the body of Christ, well, go right now to rhema.org and find out all about find Rhema. Find out
0: all about Rhema. Yeah, yes. that's the best place in the world to do it. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, Kenneth e. Hagan continues his series on doing the works of Jesus we'll pick up with this great message then so join us